everyone, and welcome to the Omega Metroid Podcast. My name is Andy Spateri, and we're on the Red Eye tonight. We're in a late night podcast recording going on, but there's nowhere I'd rather be. And I'm joined, of course, with uh, or by rather. Oof. Go to Lasky, <laughs> Dak. How you doing, dude? I'm doing good, man. I mean, that makes me feel very good. There's nowhere else you'd rather be than talking about Metroid with me. So I don't know if that says a lot That's about right. me or. The life you're living, <laughs> no, but I, uh, that's, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean, there's nowhere else I would rather be on a Monday night right now other than uh, talking about some, some Metroid, of course. But yeah, I'm doing good, uh, hanging in there. Just got back from uh, my acting class, which we were talking about before the show, which was pretty fun. Um, yeah, you know, the, the, the days, the months, the years, they, they go by. The cold weather is setting in. Uh, oh, how, how is your, well, actually, I take that back. I was about to ask how your Thanksgiving was, but I realized that's not a thing. My Thanksgiving was great, like a month and yeah, a half ago. Gonna, yeah, you already had your Thanksgiving. My Thanksgiving was pretty good, but I hope you had a good weekend. Well, I hope that, uh, that everybody on the, uh, the American side had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I got to see a lot of, like, really awesome pictures this weekend of all y'all's food, mm-hmm. which made me really jealous. Uh, you know, apparently American Thanksgiving is just like on another level than Canadian Thanksgiving. I've heard that from a, a lot of my friends who who have been to both, you know? Like, they say that the American Thanksgiving is just like so much, like it's just on another level than Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, we're the OG, right? We did it first. And I don't, I mean, why, why does Canada even have a Thanksgiving? Because... Because we have it, right? Like, it's not like they had their own historical, like, tie, like a tie to it, right? Like, connection. <laughs> it's just kind of was made you know, up. I, I should probably know why. I know that there's a reason that ours is uh, on a different date than yours. I'm sure I learned this in school, but but I totally forgot about it. Do you it have the now, dark but, backstory uh, for your holiday? Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I mean, there's, there's dark <laughs> backstory behind Thanksgiving, that's for sure. Yeah. American, Canadian... But uh, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm happy that everyone that I saw had a great Thanksgiving weekend. You know, the good thing about these uh, these late night recordings, actually, uh, you were saying earlier, is at this around this time in my household, everybody falls asleep. Like my wife falls asleep on the couch, my dog falls asleep on the couch, my cat is asleep all day, pretty much. So like, I'd pretty much just be either recording now or I'd be you know diddling about. So this this is nice to be like, you know, productive and doing something good in these in these late night hours so i i'm about this i like it yeah man yeah well we uh we're gonna dive into the rumor and innuendo that has been swirling around the metroid community for the last couple months and uh talk about metroid prime and uh, rumor has it as we've discussed on the show for the last couple weeks here is that this game is going to be headed to the Nintendo Switch in the very near future, probably within the next calendar year, if you are to believe some of the you know, insiders that, uh, that report some of this stuff. So I thought that maybe we could uh, take some time today and, and just kind of talk about, like, let's just take that at face value and say that, okay, Metroid Prime is coming to Nintendo Switch. And, uh, you know, we, we've kind of... We've kind of talked about this before, but it's probably worth revisiting again. But the rumor that was that Metroid Prime 1, just the first, was being remade uh, essentially from the ground up, HD graphics, everything like that. It was getting like a real schnazzy production. 
And the other two games in the trilogy, Echoes and Corruption, were not, in fact, going to be packaged with Metroid Prime 1. And we, we've covered it before, but before we get into what enhancements, what new features, what bells and whistles that we would like to see in a, let's, let's just call this hypothetical remake Metroid Prime HD, because mm-hmm. I think that's what they call it. New Metroid so, Prime. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> I can't imagine. Ah. Yes, I, ver- I can see it in my head vividly. New Metroid Prime HD 1.5. Yes, that's that's rolls yeah. right off the tongue. Uh, all right, Metroid Prime HD is what we're calling this bad, but we're in charge of naming this game, Nintendo, so you're going to have to just uh, deal with that. So before we talk about what we want to see in Metroid Prime HD, what new features, uh, you know, beyond some of the obvious stuff, we, we probably should touch on again, just in case anybody has kind of missed our thoughts on this topic about, like, you know, whether, whether we even want Metroid Prime HD in, in the way that I'm thinking that it might be presented, or if we would just be okay with it coming as part of the, the trilogy. So I, I have some thoughts. We've discussed this before, but mm-hmm. like I said, probably worth touching on again. Like, well, like, what do you think, Dak? Are you, if they, if Nintendo was just like, Hey, we're releasing Metroid prime HD, just Metroid prime. Would you be hyped or would you be a little bit disappointed that the other two games got left behind? Yeah. You know, this is a hard one because on one hand I would be pretty excited because as someone, I mean, I've, I've said this before, you know, I can play the trilogy on my PC and I, and that's how I enjoy playing trilogy now is on PC, mouse and keyboard. So the appeal personally to me of like the whole re-release of the Metroid Prime trilogy as is on the Switch isn't very like there isn't much of an appeal to that for me. Um, ha- having all of the games, you know, remastered and, and re-released in HD on the Switch would obviously be the most ideal. But the compromise of it just being the original game. As much as I think, you know, having the entire trilogy on the system would make, you know, it would be great for, for fans overall and make the series more accessible. A lot of people who haven't checked uh, the games out previously to check them out, etc. Uh, make them available on more platforms, which is always a good thing. But selfishly, for me, I'm like, yeah, but I've already played the original Metroid Prime as it is so many times. Like, even if they bring it, uh, you know, in trilogy form to the Switch and they you know, add dual analog controls, but change nothing else. I don't, that'd be cool. But like to, to really see Metroid prime remastered in HD with new graphics, new textures, maybe new cinematics, like, uh, you know, enhancements to the gameplay, that stuff really entices me. I would love that if we could get that for the other two games, but I think we're at like a compromise stage here and considering Metroid prime is, you know, I would say consensus wise, the most well-received, the most memorable, the most iconic of the three, as much as I have a lot of love for Prime 2 and Corruption. Uh, personally, right now, I'm on the side of, yes, I'm most excited for a specific Metroid Prime HD remaster, remake, whatever, with those enhancements, with the upgrades, specifically for that. If it comes at the cost of the other two games not having the same treatment or maybe waiting much longer, you know, so be it. I, I, I'm actually more excited now for metroid prime hd because then i'll be like oh okay i'm in for that i'll get my switch out and i'll play that whereas if trilogy comes out on the switch i'll be happy for metroid fans and for gamers overall but personally i won't be as excited if that makes sense i think that's fair um i think that that's fair see i i i can go kind of two ways here i I think that the my default answer is going to be i would be disappointed if 
if Metroid Prime came um, and the other two games didn't, just because thinking of like the the franchise, I guess as a whole, I think that Dread is obviously going to open up the floodgates for a lot of people that have never played Metroid before, and, and I think that a lot of people probably didn't get to experience any of the Metroid Prime games either. So I, I think that it's a really good opportunity to get these games out to people and and have them played for the first time by this entirely new. Uh, large audience uh, of gamers. Um, but I, I guess, like, I do I do think that you're probably right. Like, Metroid Prime 1 is definitely, like, the star of the bunch, I think. And as, like you said, as much as people love, and I love, Echoes and Corruption, Metroid Prime 1 is definitely, you know, it's definitely the GOAT uh, of that it's crew. So if they were to release just that game and, like, really make it uh, a really great, really polished experience. Uh, I do think that that would also be, you know, a really good experience and, and, and helpful as well for people, especially kind of getting into Metroid Prime 4. Um, but I think that in order for me personally to be satisfied with that, they would kind of have to do like what they did with uh, with Return of Samus or what they did with, with NES Troid, where like you get Zero Mission, you get Samus Returns, and those aren't just remakes. They're like really enhanced right basically new games that are built from the ground up and i don't i don't know that you need to go like that extent with metroid prime um because part of the reason i say that i would feel disappointed if if prime 2 and prime 3 were left off is because i think that like metroid prime 1 2 and 3 really still hold up like i i really do i I think that they're like really incredibly solid games i think that they like graphically even they look very impressive you know for being 20 year old games um, so I, I don't think that it needs to go like the full Monty kind of like we saw with Samus Returns or Zero Mission, but I, like, I do think it needs something. It needs, it needs something to add a little spice to that stew. And I, yeah. and I have a few ideas about what that could be, but I, I think generally speaking, I, I would hope that the, that the trilogy comes and it's not just like Metroid Prime one. Cause I, I just don't really have confidence that if we got an enhanced remake of Metroid Prime 1, I don't really have confidence that we'd ever see that same treatment for Metroid Prime 2 or 3, do you? Yeah, no, that's the thing is I don't think we would, but I think that would be, from Nintendo's perspective, I think that would be fine because I do actually think a, a single Metroid Prime remaster HD, you know, in like, you know, having extra content maybe even, but like doing those upgrades and whatnot, like at least bare minimum, you know, graphics, controls, etc., I think that would have a huge impact rather than just kind of re-releasing the old games because as you're right, they have aged well, but they still have aged and you can tell that they're older games and they don't have the same wow effect, I think, anymore, especially compared to when they first came out. And I don't think everybody would play three full games, right? Like, especially, you know, Fairweather fans or new fans, like it's a lot more digestible to give them one new game and one that like really wows them, that really brings in some new stuff. And still gives them the the core original Metroid Prime experience rather than just kind of re-releasing all three games. Because, to be honest, not everyone's going to play all three games. The trilogy itself, when it was released, was really more so for, like, dedicated fans, I think. Like, it made it more accessible by being put on the Wii. But, like, Metroid fans are the ones that are going to most likely be playing all three games more frequently than other fans. Um, And I think it would be a really good look for the series overall to bring back its biggest game and, like... With, you know, the bells and whistles and with a nice, you know, fresh coat of paint rather than just kind of re-releasing 
the game as it is, you know, with maybe some control changes, and then also getting the other two games, I don't think it would have that same impact. I think for, for dedicated Metroid fans, the trilogy being re-released as is probably would be, you know, pretty huge, but for everyone else, maybe not so much. But I think a full new remastered Prime would have a much, would make a bigger splash, I think, not just for Metroid fans, but for, you know, Switch owners and gamers overall. And I just think, again, it comes to, like, that wow factor, the the fresh coat of paint. It's not something that, it's still aged well, but is still clearly aged. And I think that's what Metroid needs, right? Like, this, in the same token as, like you said, with Samus Returns, like, they didn't just re-release Metroid 2 with, like, color graphics, right? Like, they, re they rebuilt it and remade it from the ground up, and that really went far for Metroid, right? It kind of felt like Metroid was back, and it wasn't just, you know, trying to uh, necessarily claw back on nostalgia value, which it did to an extent, but, you know, the entire package really paid off and made it mm -hmm. more than the original game. And I think that would have been better than, like, okay, they're re-releasing uh, Metroid 1, 2, and 3 with maybe updated, like, you know, color graphics or whatever for 2 and 1, or, you know, whatever, right? So, like, right. in, in that kind of way, I do think the HD remaster would be better for the franchise and maybe more enjoyable for fans overall. Though, obviously... Yeah, it would probably mean we wouldn't get the same treatment for two and three, and I think that would probably be fine overall. We'll get the new Metroid, and then we'll or Metroid Prime HD, and then we get Metroid Prime Four. I think that would be enough. But yeah, I would be I'd be a little sad of not getting the same treatment for two and three. I do think though that that treatment for one would go a long way, farther than just re-releasing the trilogy itself. Yeah. So you said actually earlier that your your ideal scenario, and I I agree would be like all three games get like, you know, an HD upgrade, all of that kind of polish that they probably need. Mm -hmm. um, I think that a realistic uh, ideal scenario is like Metroid Prime 1 gets this shine that we've been talking about, gets all these new bells and whistles, and they also just include Metroid Prime 2 and 3. And maybe those can be that like... That would be cool. As is. Like an unlock uh, at or, the end of the like, game or something. Yeah, and you unlock yeah, the original. Yeah, like, like something like that. That would be... Yeah. That, see, that would be really, really awesome. I... That I'd be totally down for. It'd be really cool. And it would kind of play both sides there where new fans, like, they get to enjoy the new game, fresh coat of paint, bells and whistles. But if you really play the game and get dedicated, you get access to the other two or three games. At the same time, maybe they're not unlocked. They're just available. And, you know, as, like, you you play the game and you have the option to play those two as well. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be totally down for that. I, I would even go so far as to say... Like I wouldn't even mind to see that option as DLC. If you if you absolutely had to like pay ten bucks to get the other two games or something like that, oh, in addition no. to you know Metroid Prime HD, it's it's obviously not as ideal as the first scenario, but at least you have the option to get them. Yeah. So I, I would even take that. You know, I would. I you know at the end of the day, I wouldn't be I wouldn't lose sleep over that, but I'm sure some people would have an issue. Uh, I don't think it would be completely out of the realm of nintendo's character to do that though i think that would be a hundred percent something they would do so and to be honest i think like the the addition of D, uh, dlc to a game you know thoughts on the pricing or not it does keep the game active it does keep the game you know in people's minds and it keeps it at you know culturally like brings it back a bit like that's why you know live service games have that kind of popularity because it constantly feels like you know the game's active and things being added to it and it's you know there's always a reason to go back and check on it. And that kind of plays into that similar theme here where you get the Metroid Prime HD and you play it 
and you might play it a, a bunch of times. Maybe you're, you're a speedrunner, you play it a ton. Maybe you're in between, you play it a bit more, or you play it once, whatever. But and then if DLC drops later, that's you know incentive to get back into the game, and that's kind of what you know Nintendo might want. So and and what Metroid fans would probably want too. So. I, I'm I'm not against that entirely, and you know it does cost money to make things happen, right? I think these days people kind of forget, you know, the investment and time and resources needed to go into game development, even when it comes to just porting or whatever it is. So, you know, I think it's okay spending that money here and there. Uh, I wouldn't be against that. I, I think that would be fine. Well, to be I mean to be clear, like I I wouldn't necessarily be thrilled with that option either. No, but, of course. You know, at, at least it's there for, you know, for people that want it. Exactly. Um. But let's assume, Dak, let's assume that Nintendo just does Metroid Prime HD. That's the only game that they make. And they are going to kind of give it the zero mission Samus Returns treatment to to an extent. Um, and may, maybe, maybe that's even going too far. But, like, they're going to put some extra value into this. Uh, into this game, extra bells and whistles and stuff that it did not have before. I, I kind of made, like... A list of of uh, things, and then I put like a percentage based on how likely I thought it was beside them uh, that I could see being included in like a new version of Metroid Prime. So I want to go down that list with you. Some of them are obvious, some of them aren't. Some of them are like out there. Okay, and you can throw in anything that that you think as well. But yeah, I've got some ideas. Let's start up at the top. This one is a hundred percent going to happen. If this happens, but it has to have HD graphics, right? I mean, that's obviously, I, I think we're calling our, our made up game here, Metroid Prime HD. I think that's the whole reason behind this happening. So obviously it's going to have HD graphics. I think that we can safely put that at a hundred percent. Yeah. I, I'm hoping for some nice, clean, new HD graphics and a nice resolution. It's some nice new textures, right? Like to really give it a, a nice, like I said, fresh coat of paint. Give me some lens flare, you know, I, and and even just HD graphics, but like you know, give me some HD sound, right? But like go the go the full the full distance. But yeah, I think this is kind of the the bare minimum, right? Aside from like new controls, this is a hundred percent the need. You have to have this. So yeah, on board with that. Yeah, I I think that that is like the most sure thing that you can bet on in uh, in this game. So I'm I'm gonna put that. At 100%. I put... I didn't put this out 100% because I... I I don't know. Nintendo could pull a fast one here. But I have dual analog controls at 90%. 100%, man. There's no... There's no... There's no way that they re-release Prime Prime (laughs) 1 without dual analog controls. There's no way. I feel like I want to believe you, man. But I... Something, you know... I can't imagine... Something splintering in my mind is just like... Would they... Would they bone us like this? I mean, they could, you know. I wouldn't... See, part of me is like, now I'm, I'm starting to crack a little bit. I'm starting to doubt it. Because, like, yeah, they could. They could absolutely re-release it with the old controls. Or, like, the old controls and then, like, the Prime 3, like, gyro controls. But not add dual analog. That would be tilting. If they did that. If they added, like, motion controls rough. but not dual analog. Yeah. And that kept the original tank controls. I would actually hate everything. Yeah. I, I don't think they would... Like, I think part of that rebuilding would have to be going into those controls and, and adding them, right? Whether it's, you know, dual analog, motion controls, or both. Hopefully, at least dual right. analog. And and to be honest, I do think more controls are the better. So, ideally, there would be three mo- or options for me. Or actually, I would I would say four. 
Um, I would say four. The uh, the original controls, if someone really wants to play it the original way, which I think is totally valid, um, true dual analog controls, motion gyro controls, and then hybrid, right? Where like kind of like like Splatoon, where you can use you know gyro aiming and and in conjunction with kind of dual analog movement or, or additional aiming as well, which I think Splatoon has a really nice balance of that. So, and I think even Breath of the Wild has that as well in, yep. in, in some kind of yep, a way. So that I think would be totally cool. And more options, the better. It allows people to play how they want it, makes them more accessible. As long as it has dual analog, I don't even care if the game has Wii remote sideways by itself with no attachment, you know, level of thing, right? If it's just the Joy-Con held sideways, I don't even know how that would work. As long as I can play dual analog, I don't care what the other options are. But I would, I would like as many options as possible. Uh, I agree. I agree. My fourth option was basically just tank controls, but you can map out all the buttons to different, uh, you know, whatever you want them to be. Not sure how feasible that is, but I, I feel like in my bones, you have to have dual analog. You have to have the original tank controls. You have to have the, I'll, I'll just call them like the Wii controls, but you'd use the uh, the gyro controls, which actually wouldn't be like the worst. I could, I could see myself maybe using those because like, I think that the Prime Trilogy on the Wii plays pretty well, but like, yeah, you you have you have to have dual analog controls. You you have to, but I put it at ninety percent. Maybe just because like that's me knocking on wood right there. Just because you know I don't want them to pull anything All right. anything uh, slippery here. <laughs> um, okay, so moving down. Do you remember in Metroid Prime Trilogy, they kind of had that like Fakakta achievement system where which would oh, like, like give the you credits and whatnot. Yeah, like different credits, but they were like different colors and you could unlock like galleries or stuff like that. I feel like that would come back uh, 70%. Um, and I think that you would see concept art, uh, a lot of the stuff that we probably covered on our Metroid Prime 1.5 episode um, locked behind those. But I, they would definitely have to make it cooler because every time that you saw those credit things flash across the screen, I was just like, ugh, this is lame. <laughs> and then they would also have to find a way... I don't know if you remember, but like... There was the green Metroid Prime like credits or whatever, and you got those by using uh, uh, what was what was the online Wii friend thing, oh, the Wii Pass or yeah, uh, whatever. It was like the uh, like, friend no, connection. No, nobody or had friends in the Wii era, right? Like nobody. <laughs> Nintendo's oh, internet was so bad then that it was impossible to get these. Yeah, no. So I, I never what got you're talking them. about though. Yeah, I don't know if that would make yeah. a return, but maybe it would now that. I guess Nintendo games and consoles are a bit more social and, and games these days are a bit more social. I, I 100% agree, though. I think that credit system, which was very obviously like Nintendo's attempt at doing like an achievement kind of thing. I don't think it's fundamentally a bad idea. I, I would actually be OK with that to to keep that in as long as you could, you know, maybe uncheck the notifications from happening. But it might be a mm-hmm. cool little system to have to, you know, provide for unlocks. I don't I, I think that's that, that's fine to give people kind of things to to work towards or little rewards along the way outside of the game itself. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. I, I think that like it could probably be, it's a good word here, a little bit cooler, I guess. I can't think yeah. of a better word, but like when, when those like tokens would flash up on, on your game when you're playing trilogy, I don't know. They just looked kind of lame or whatever, but uh, I, I think that that system and like the idea behind it would almost certainly come back. Um, so yeah, I'm putting that at 70% at, I have two here at 65%. Okay. Probability, uh, 60, I'll, I'll just start, start cause this is kind of similar, but like, I feel like 65% probability is a 
sound test option or whatever whatever it is you call it where you can just like listen <laughs> to all the different tracks in the game. Okay. Yeah, that I didn't even think I'm not about I'm that. not sure if that was included in trilogy or not, but it it feels like it should be in this one, right? Yeah, I mean, I th- I'm thinking of uh ultimate where like it has that mode it has like jukebox mode yeah. for your switch and you can literally just like use it as like a smash ipod essentially yeah just do that for yeah see that would actually be a cool thing if it didn't have all three games if it like had a sound test but it had the sounds and music from all three games you know like that might be cool because the the whole trilogy awesome. is amazing ost obviously the original um it is my favorite and many people's favorites. But yeah, I, I, this is something I didn't even think about. But 100%, like little things like this where you get to really pick apart the experience. Because that's, that's part of this thing too, is right? Like as much as it should be about being able to experience the game in many ways or to some extent as it originally was, even if it is upgraded in many ways, being able to pick it apart and kind of focus on little things you like about it is really important, I think. So, like, if you're someone who's really into the music and, you know, in the original games, now in this version you can be able to, like, really dig into it and listen to all the tracks and, you know, free from the game itself, stuff like that, I 100% am totally down for those kinds of modes. Uh, so I would put sound test slash and or, probably just or, but they give you, like, a, a digital code to download the uh, the OST. I, I'd be fine okay. with either one of those. I think that'd be, yeah. that's – I could see that as being, like, a, a bonus for maybe pre-ordering the game or something or, or getting the game by a certain date or just in general just getting the digital code with no expiration, no strings attached. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, okay. So also at 65% I just pulled these numbers, like, literally out of a hat, as okay. you can probably tell. 65%. I feel like there is going to be some kind of item or something that will function in a very similar way to the scan pulse okay. of Metroid Bread, Metroid Bread, Metroid Dread, and Samus Returns. Metroid we're Bread. dying here on this late night show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that there's going to be something that uh, that's going to function in a similar way, and like maybe it's like. You know that room that you had in uh, in Metroid Prime Three, where it like gave you the locations of all the uh, of all the expansions or whatever on on like each mm-hmm. like in each individual planet. I, I think that maybe it could be something like that, or it could be something like the Scan Pulse. But I, I think there's going to be something that will allow players to like find expansions in a more straightforward and, and easy fashion like an easy mode essentially yeah i mean kind yeah of. like uh or, or even something like i don't know maybe it could be something like um in breath of the wild there's like a, a dlc mask that alerts you when like you're near a korok seed with like a little jingle so like it could be something like that or, or i don't know like an expansion I think visor there, there has to be something that <laughs> leads you to an expansion though in a fairly easy way it's like a new type of visor that just shows you like markers for expansions or something <laughs> i guess that, that would be that would be so cool yeah actually yeah um all right so i'm putting this this is where we start to uh to get a little bit dicey on the things that i think could realistically be included and the things that i just want to see included but here we go 50 percent. i think that you're going to have some alternate suits in this game uh, you might remember that in the original Metroid Prime, yep. you could get the Metroid Fusion suit if you linked your Game Boy Advance or whatever. I think that these should just be like available like to unlock 
during the game. Like, maybe that's what your credits or achievement system can do. But, like, I'm talking, like, the the HD Metroid Fusion suit. I'm talking, like, the Metroid Dread... Actually, let's call it the Metroid Bread power suit. Uh, that could be cool. I'm talking, like, maybe... This would only be cool if, like, it was just Metroid Prime 1, but, like, you could unlock, like, the PED suit, or you could unlock the the dark suit or the light suit. Like, those types of suits, I think, would be, like, really cool. And I and I think that that could be... I think that that, that has a decent chance of, of maybe making it into the game. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would honestly... I think it has more of a chance than what you're giving it, actually. But maybe maybe not okay. too much. I do think it's higher than fifty percent because yeah, the part of that original Metroid Prime experience was getting that like fusion suit unlock. I vividly remember doing that for the first time. I thought that was super cool, and like oh, I got to use my GBA link cable for something like for the the you know the the GC uh, GBA connector right like because how many games really use that? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I think that's again a part of that original experience. Yeah. Add in some suits. Add the uh, the watermelon suit from Dread, right? Or like just oh the Dread God. suit, you know. Uh, adding in suits from maybe the other Prime games. Throw those in. Uh, maybe a new suit that we haven't seen before. Like that. That is a nice little touch. I think would be really cool. And if they did bring in the two D suits, like from Dread, that would be a nice little like crossover moment. It doesn't necessarily have to be stuff from Prime, but yeah, I a hundred percent agree. You know, add this in. Let you know, let players kind of have some freedom with with their suit and how it looks. Because not only is it a good way to incorporate stuff from the other Metroid games that look awesome. I mean, imagine seeing. We already know the watermelon suit and like the dread suits look great in 3D. So I feel like it just makes sense to put them back into like a, a Metroid Prime game because you already tell they look great in 3D. And at the same time, it, it goes back and calls back to that original feature, which again I think is really important with the remaster like this, where you get to you get the new stuff, but you still get that original experience that the first game, the original game had, and this kind of tailors to that. So I, I think this actually might have more of a chance of happening than you're giving it. Okay, I, I like it. I'm about that. I, I, this would be one thing that I really hope happens actually, mm-hmm. um, just because yeah, it was so cool to like play in that in that fusion suit in metroid prime it just felt like something that shouldn't happen but it did so it was very it was very cool i remember that vividly as well um all right the next thing that i have this is something that we've talked about for 2d games Mm -hmm. but uh our our buddy doom brought this up actually the next two things doom brought up and i kind of assigned them a percentage here and i assigned them both a low percentage of happening okay but uh we've got a boss rush mode Yes. That uh, that he included, and I'm I'm gonna put that at twenty five percent. I think that it would be cool, but there is I, I think that maybe you'll disagree, but I I think that at least in my mind, it's easier to do a, a like a boss rush mode for for two D games just in general because those bosses tend to be like smaller in scale and, and shorter fights. Where like some of Metroid Prime's bosses are like really big intricate bosses with puzzles and stuff like that and like uh, I, I don't know I, I guess like my enjoyment of the bosses is kind of like the lead up to it as well versus like the actual boss rush mode like I did Skyward Sword HD this summer and there's a boss rush mode in that game and it's it's not as satisfying I didn't think is like some boss rush modes that I've played in like 2D Castlevanias or anything like that but you know I, I'm obviously not against it being in I just, I don't know. I, I don't see them including this mode. What do you think? 
You know, I actually didn't know that Skyward Sword HD has a boss rush mode, so that brings that game from a 0 out of 10 to a 1 out of 10, so good for that. Oh my god. Um, but I, that actually, I, I didn't even know that, so I, I didn't think this would really happen at all, but the fact that that actually does exist in, like, Skyward Sword HD, like, okay, I could see that maybe happening. Um, boss rush mode and stuff like that always feels like modes that, like, you know, modders add... You know, modes that don't officially really get added to Nintendo games very often, from what I know. Though, clearly, I don't know very much because they seem to be in some games I'm not very aware of. So, uh, maybe it could happen. I, personally, I'm, I'm on the other side of things. As much as I really like the 2D Metroid bosses, and I think a boss rush mode there would make sense. I think it makes just as much sense in the Prime games as well. So many of those boss like bosses are bosses I want to fight over and over again and not necessarily have to, you know, grind through the game to get to them. Especially the Prime 1 bosses. Like, if I could get a mode where I'm literally just fighting, like, Flagra and Thardis and Meta Ridley and, and, and Metroid Prime and Prime, like, oh, give me that. Like, because the bosses, especially in the original Prime game, and really across the trilogy, I think are really good. And are one of the highlights of, of the Prime games. Whereas the 2D games, maybe aside from Dread... I think the bosses can be kind of hit or miss sometimes, maybe unforget, maybe forgettable unless you're like a main boss, right? Like if you're Ridley or your crate or Motherbrain or whatever. Um, I think that's fair. Yeah, the Prime games I think have those big bosses well, but even the other ones that aren't like a major character are still major bosses. Like you said, they're big and and in that way I kind of really like them, and I've always liked the Prime uh, bosses. So I I would 100% be down for this. I don't think it's gonna happen, but. Now that I know it happened in Skyward Sword HD, uh, I'm thinking maybe it's maybe it's more of a, a, a 25 or 30 percent chance for me rather than like a five or 10 percent for me as I was originally going to say. So I, I could see this happening. Not I would not put money on it though, but I'd be down. Uh, I wouldn't either, but I, I was kind of taking a look at some of my games here, and like th there's boss rush mode in like uh, Skyward Sword. There's something kind of similar in, like, Pikmin and Age of Calamity and Luigi's Mansion. So, like, okay. it's not, like, completely unheard of, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is probably just my own headcanon here, but I feel like if they were going to do it, they'd do it for, like, Metroid Dread or Samus Returns or something, and they just, they haven't I don't yet, know. but maybe they will. Dread seems to have missing a bunch of stuff, so maybe it was in, you know, the works at some point, and they decided not to do it, because, yeah, Dread would, having a, a boss rush mode would be super sick, and honestly... I'd be down for that and really any Metroid game because bosses are, are fun and I love playing them. So I don't know. I'm, I'm never against it. I think with a game like this, I could see it happening. Yeah. I mean, considering it's a remake, I think you know, for me, especially being an FPS fan, I love fighting boss characters. Those, you know, boss encounters in an FPS, I think, are super fun. So I, I don't know. I, I think it could happen. I think it's not off the table. I do agree that it maybe it makes it, you know, just as much sense in like the 2D games and they probably would have done it in Dread, but I think that was more of a circumstance of clearly a lot of stuff got cut from Dread. And I think maybe with Retro being mm. a bigger studio, the game being a bigger scope by being a prime game, being a big 3D FPS, I think that might make it, you know, a boss rush mode more in the wheelhouse of that type of game than like Dread, which has a lot of new stuff and a lot of good stuff in it, but definitely feels a bit limited, seems like parts of it were cut i don't think the same kind of limitations would be there for like a, a big 3d prime game so it seems more likely there to me okay uh, i i hope that it happens yeah i hope that it happens i have to be honest with you though i hope that this next one doesn't happen i know and what I don't you're gonna think say it will. i know what you're gonna say I put this at 10 percent. okay 
You know where I'm going here? I th- I'm at I'm 10% sure. No, <laughs> I'm kind of sure. Okay. But okay. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about uh, like a, a graphic swap between oh, okay. like the original HD and the uh, I guess like the the enhanced HD. Um, it wasn't original HD. I don't know what I'm talking about. The original graphics of right. Metroid Prime and the HD uh, version of it. And and so like Doom kind of referenced like you know Halo Anniversary did this to to a pretty cool effect. Um, and I remember like swapping back and forth and that was pretty cool, but like, uh, you know, it, it was a novelty to see, but I feel like, like, again, kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, like Metroid prime still does look pretty good. Mm-hmm. I would say really good actually for being a 20 year old game. And so like, you don't have that huge, that huge, like difference or maybe I, at least in my head, I don't think you would have that huge difference. Like as maybe you would with, uh, you know, the Resident Evil. The remakes didn't do this, but if you were to switch between, like, what the games in, in the last couple of years look like in Resident Evil 2 and 3 versus what the PlayStation games look like, it's obviously night and day. And I think that there is some appeal to doing that. Or, like, when Super Mario Odyssey had, like, the 64-bit suit or whatever, I think that there is some appeal. That, I don't know how much appeal there is to me in this mode, and I don't think that it's very likely to happen. So I'm putting in a 10%. Is this what you thought I was gonna no, this dump on? No, it's not what I thought. I mean, I'm not. I'm not surprised by your take on it because I knew that's how you felt. But no, I thought you were gonna go in a different uh, direction. But uh, y- here's my thing with this. I, I do think you're underselling the differences because yeah, I mean the Prime games did age well, but I mean Metroid Prime came out like two decades ago, man. Like the, I think there would be a, a very stark difference between like Prime Four or Prime HD coming out now and the original Prime games, even Prime Three. Because, I mean, let's be honest, like, the three Prime games look pretty similar to each other, regardless of what oh, systems yeah. are. Oh, yeah, they're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I do think you're underselling the dis- the the differences, though. I, I think it would be a pretty stark difference seeing, like, the HD graphics, the resolution, the, the textures would be, you know, all that kind of stuff would be different. And, like, when you go and you play, like, you know, Halo on Master Chief Collection, you swap between the, the old graphics and the new. Aside from the fact that there are some issues with the new graphics in terms of how they like, you know, execute the the, the ambiance and the tone of the rooms and whatnot, and the lighting, um, there is still a huge difference, and it does make a difference. So in that regard, I do I think it might be welcomed. I think it would be cool because it would be nice to like be able to appreciate the game again as it originally was, but also be able to appreciate it in a new way. So in that way, I would actually be really happy for this, but. This is a zero chance of this happening because there's no way the Switch could could run it. Like the only way that's possible on Master Chief Collection is because it's the game is literally running two instances of the game at the same time, and the Switch can barely run one instance of a game at the same time without issues sometimes. So, I, I there's no way that this would happen on a Nintendo console. It just wouldn't. They're, they wouldn't be able to support two games running at once simultaneously. And even on on Master Chief Collection, it's not flawless. It's it's mostly seamless, but it's not entirely seamless. So, I'm I'm of the uh, the party of would be really cool, and I do think it would be appreciated and, and welcomed. But there's just no way the Switch could support it, which is unfortunate because I think that was one of the defining features of the master chief collection was being able to play in the original graphics if you want to and then going to the new stuff because that that those were big differences for those games so i think the same difference would be here for the metroid prime games i just don't think it would be possible um so yeah that's kind of how i'm feeling on that (laughs) you know you know that meme where it's like they show hyrule field from ocarina of time and it's like they show the the picture of it and then the, the bottom picture is like 
what I see in my mind, and it's like this majestic forest. Mm-hmm. Is this me with Metroid Prime right now? I think it is. I think you got to go it might back be. and play because I mean, yeah, you got those the you remember it how you thought it. But, you looked know, at I, the time. I played not even that. I played like I've played Metroid Prime within the last year, and I don't know. I, I mean, was just I was just like, damn, this game still looks the good. games. They still look good, but you can tell it's a GameCube game or it's a Wii game to me. Like I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just been I'm, blessed. I'm sure. I'm sure. Right beside each other, it would be substantial. I think. Yeah. I think it's because maybe you're just. I mean, for me, I play modern FPS games all the time, so maybe I would just. It, it seems more evident to me. Whereas that's not really the type of game you play, so maybe you just don't like. That's not like what comes well, to that, your head immediately. Fair. You know, like all like what modern FPSs look more often. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I I think it would be uh, cool, but we'll see. Where did you think I was going? Let's talk about that. Well. I was going to say this kind of goes into something I want. I thought you were going to talk about uh, a co-op mode and how you don't want one and no co-op in this. Because I know we've talked about how you don't want co-op in Metroid Prime 4. So I thought maybe you might be going that way. But this is actually on my list. I would like a co-op mode for this game. Um, it, I, I don't know. I don't think it's very likely. I would put it at probably maybe a th- 30-35%-ish maybe since we're going with that, uh, that system here. That schematic. But... I would love a co-op mode. It doesn't really take away from the original. You can play it solo if you really want to. But if you have a friend, I mean, I think it'd be really fun to explore Talon 4 with a friend, right? Yeah, maybe it makes the game a bit easier. You know, maybe it makes the game different. But it's a video game. I think it's fun to it's fun to experience old things in new ways, like I've been talking about throughout this episode, or in different ways, or new things in different ways, too. So, you know, if you if people still have the option to go in and play the game solo, enjoy the isolation... And everything that comes with it from a true Metroid experience. But it, I think it would be very fun and just like a, a fun gameplay and video game perspective to jump in and load into the game with a friend. And and blast enemies and grapple around and, and explore stuff. Watch a friend do it. You try to get there. Do a platforming puzzle. Try to get there first or you know help them out if they're struggling. I think stuff like that is really... Uh, at a core, a lot of what I find fun in video games. Those kind of small moments. So... I really would like that for a game like this, and it's not necessary. I think in some ways it kind of goes against the original vision of the game, sure, but I think that's where this this kind of remaster repackaging is the perfect time to explore those kind of options where people can still experience it how it originally was, but give people the option to put little twists on the original experience to make it new and fresh and fun in a different kind of way. And I think this would be really one of the best ways to do it, especially for people who might be new to Metroid Prime games. It might be fun to have someone to help you out as you experience it for the first time. And then maybe you jump in solo or reverse, something like that. So I'm I'm of the fan or I'm of the side of co-op good as a, as an as an option. And especially in a remake situation, throw it in. Why not? So that that's what I thought you were going to talk about. But that's what I would like. That's on my list. Uh, no, I I don't hate that at, okay. at all. I I don't know. Like I I'm fine with that. Actually, I'm fine with that in Metroid Prime Four too, for that matter. Just as long as it kind of makes sense within the context of like the story. I, yeah. I think that like um, if there is a situation where maybe let's just say that maybe Samus and Silex are are working together and like. You could have a buddy jump in and like take over or, or you know, whatever. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. So I, I don't necessarily hate that idea at all. And yeah, I, I certainly would give more leeway if there was like, you know, in this particular type of remake that we're talking about where we're trying to add in extra value to the package, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I why not? Yeah. So 
yeah, I, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not upset with that at all. Um, all right, I actually I missed a few things on my own list here, so I'm gonna back up. Okay. Forty uh, percent chance of this happening. Voice acting for the Chozo lore and the space pirate oh, logs man. and all that stuff. Jesus, zero percent, man. No way. You think zero? <laughs> there's, there's so much. There's so many scans. I mean, first of all, I don't think it's really necessary. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Not, not like, not like every Joe Blow computer. I'm talking only like the red highlighted Chozo lore. Or like the you probably the have stuff. about fifty or so. I still think that's a lot. All, all in all, I still feel like that's a lot of voice acting. I mean, for. I'll be honest with you. If every time I scan one of those things and someone started talking to me, I'd be like, ah, "Skip, skip, skip!" Like I, I want to read it at my own leisure or not read it at all. Uh, so for me, I would, for personally, I think it's a zero percent just because I feel like that would be like unnecessary, like a lot of work to do all that voice acting for all that stuff. But two, I just I think it kind of, I don't know, it would take not take me out of it a little bit. I just don't feel like it would fit. Maybe I think like why why would that lore be read to me? out loud by like an ai or something like i can read it with my own two eyes like the information gets downloaded to my suit anyway so it's not like it needs to be read out aloud and nothing else really gets read out aloud except like i want to see i can't even think of like like there are a few voice lines in the game i'm trying to think or maybe i'm wrong um even like the warnings your suit gives you i don't think are voice acted so I don't know. I I'm not. A- I think that that would take it to like the next level, though, to have some voice acting in this game, and like you can move around while your suit is kind of reading you. Like your your okay. suit could just be like translating Chozo lore, and it could read it, and like it it plays kind of you know kind of like when we uh, when we did Arkham for um, inspired by Metroid, okay. where like okay. you can get all of the the little lore bits, but like you can move around and do things too while it's playing. So that's actually I and, and I that. of course I would I would include the option where like you can go in and read it. Uh, because I think that you're right. You like I like to go and kind of read them in in chunks too, especially once I've collected them all. But I think that that could be like kind of cool. Maybe forty percent is a bit gracious. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Actually, now that you put it that way, I, I, you know, I'm I was thinking in my head like you're on the screen and you're still looking at the text and it's reading it off to you. I'm like, I don't need that. But having it like you know play kind of as like you know a diary log or whatever, like a voice package as you're playing. Then you're moving around and you're still, you know, you're, the gameplay doesn't stop. That I'm actually okay. That I'm okay with. That actually would be really cool because at a lot of times you get a scan, you're like, all right, I got it, and you don't really read it, right? Whereas here, right. like, you can still because you know because you want to go back to playing the game. I don't want to read. Um, I was here to lead, not to read. And in this case, you'd be able to continue to play without having those halts in your gameplay while having that information kind of read off to you. Kind of reminds me of like. You know, I mean, like you said, Arkham, you know, Arkham had that, you know, Halo 3 ODST, you find little voice files and those have like a story being told to you as you're playing. You can continue to move on. You don't have to stand there and listen. Uh, yeah, no, actually, I, as you when you put it that way, I actually think that's not a bad idea. I, I would put that around like 35. I, I still don't think it's very high because I don't I don't see them doing all that voice acting for it, but it would be implemented, I think, pretty or could be implemented pretty well and not too hard as far as I know. Or too difficultly, so yeah, I'm I'm with it. I'm with the thirty-five to forty percent. All right, all right, I'm feeling that. Let's see if I can keep my streak going here. Okay. I put this at twenty-five percent, and this is probably being gracious. But what if you you know we we talked about this achievement system earlier? What if you get all of your achievements? You've got all of your credits. You cash it in. The ultimate prize is a trailer for Metroid Prime Four. Doesn't necessarily have to be like a world 
Like, the, I don't think at this point when this game comes out, we'll. I think we'll have seen a trailer for Metroid Prime 4 by then. But this could be like a new snippet trailer, like a 30-second trailer, just like some kind of story footage from the game as incentive to get in and do everything in this game. I think it could add replayability. It hypes up the next game in the franchise. Win, win, win. And you're thinking do you'd get that uh, from play, from 100%ing the game? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like I, I think that if you get every achievement or whatever in this game, so not necessarily getting 100%, because I know that that ending is, is Dark Sam is kind of pushing her hand throughout the, the earth or whatever, but let's just say that there's, I don't know, an achievement that's like, let's like beat Metroid Prime in, in five minutes, uh, like the boss Metroid Prime in five minutes, and you do that, and you like, you get all those different achievements, then you get the trailer. Hmm. I'm actually against that. As much as I'm with you on having an incentive for beating, you know, 100% in the game or, or, you know, getting all the achievements, having a Metroid Prime 4 trailer, like, tied or locked behind that, number one, I don't really want to deny anyone the chance to get hyped for Metroid Prime 4, right? Like, at the very least, maybe make it so that way when you just beat the game in any fashion, you get that trailer. That would be cool. Because then that way, no one's really missing out on it, and you still have a bit of an incentive. At the same time, though, I think it would be kind of, I, I guess, futile. Because the second someone like beats the game, they're going to upload the video to YouTube, and then no one's going to have to do that. They're just going to watch it on YouTube. So <laughs> um, I'm thinking back to like uh, Sakurai with Brawl, how he didn't do subspace again because everyone just uploaded the cutscenes to YouTube and people watched them there, which I think was dumb. But people do do that, so a dumb isn't a reason not to do subspace. Subspace is obviously, obviously really cool. So I'm, I'm not a big fan of locking important stuff like that behind such a huge like criteria wall, essentially, having to get all those achievements. Especially getting like every achievement in a game, I think, can even sometimes be harder than 100% in the game, right? It's got a different kind of 100%. So Sure. I, just to, to be clear, too, I, I'm loose on my criteria for unlocking this trailer oh, okay. if it was as simple as like beat the game like I, oh, i'd be fine with then, that too. yeah that I, I basically just put trailer for metroid prime 4 25 oh, okay okay yeah no that that changes it a bit yeah i mean i'm still down for incentives for getting all the achievements 100 percenting it etc etc but for something like this where you obviously want to have as many people as you possibly can to see it i still think ultimately they probably wouldn't put this in the game Maybe like maybe it would be a trailer that would just be accessible even if you don't play it, but you know because they don't want people missing out on it and because it would be uploaded to YouTube. But if it was just based on beating the game or even just playing the game or owning it, yeah, I mean I think that's totally fine. I think that's good. The more people that see it, I think is the most important thing. But that'd be a really cool reward, like turning on the game for the first time and maybe getting that or beating the game for the first time and the credits roll. And then you're expecting to go back to the main menu and the trailer starts like without any kind of hint or warning. That would be a really epic moment. That would be really cool. So I'd be down for that. Like, yeah, over time, people will be able to watch it other ways. But that initial revelation of that being in the game, I'm sure a ton of people will be like, oh, I got it. I got it. Like, they're going to scramble to beat the game or something, right? They're, they can get it for themselves, mm. something like that. Or maybe it would be like an achievement in game. Watch the trailer, right? And then you figure out how to watch it by beating the game. So. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. And honestly, I would not be surprised if Metroid Prime HD has some kind of Metroid Prime 4 tie-in some way or another. So this could definitely be one of them. Well, I thought that about Age of Calamity and Breath of the Wild 2, and I was sorely disappointed. <laughs> oh, no. So just, uh, you know, just throwing that out there. But 
uh, yeah, I, I think that that could be cool. I mean, obviously, yeah, that trailer would be on YouTube like, like instantaneously. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It might be a nice little something. Um, okay, so I've got a couple left here. I'll try and make them quick. Um, our our buddy Kiwi Talks, who, by the way, has released uh, a couple more interviews Shout with outs. a couple of the guys over at Retro. This yeah, guy is interviewed like... Kiwi. My God. He's, he's, he's got like the entire roster of Retro Studios on his Rolodex. But one of the things that he brought up was that he wanted to see kind of like a streamlined artifact hunt. And I put this at like 10% because I don't really see this changing. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think that the artifact hunt, particularly in Metroid Prime, is like pretty straightforward, pretty easy, pretty manageable. Yeah, you know, Kiwi's definitely brought this up a bunch. I don't really have a problem with it, really. I never really felt in Prime like... I mean, there are obviously some artifacts you kind of have to like go out of your way for, but I think that's kind of part of the, I think that's part of the fun is that a little bit I of agree. that hunt and, and finding all the little places that the artifacts get you know hidden in and whatnot. It's really not that difficult, especially once you're doing to get them to. And I'm still of the mind of trying to preserve the original experience as much as you can, even if there are changes. Like, if I, I like additions to the game, but I don't necessarily want like that would be kind of a major change to what the original game was, and. I, I don't necessarily need the game to be streamlined too like too much, really. So, I don't know. On one hand, I wouldn't be mad about it because it, it, it could probably be improved maybe a little bit. But I also think if it was left as is, it would still be fine. I think the original execution of the Artifact Hunt is okay. I think it, it you know entices you. As much as the game should entice you to want to explore on your own and enjoy the gameplay without needing some kind of reward to do you know to do it or whatever at the same time it is nice to have a a helping hand or or a little a little something a little carrot dangling at the end of the stick right Mm -hmm. Uh, even if you do enjoy the game same reason why achievements exist at all or or other kinds of rewards in games right even if the gameplay is really good it is still nice to work towards something or to get something whatever it is and uh i don't know i feel like maybe streamlining that would kind of take it away a little bit i think the the artifacts you know, give you another reason to go out and explore and enjoy the game more, which I think is okay. So, uh, on one hand, I wouldn't be against them ch- changing a bit. At the same time, I think it's fine as is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, maybe you could kind of compromise and, and maybe find a new spot for that one key that uh, you have to have the phase on suit for, and like you roll down and morph ball, and you you go down pretty far, and, and then you get the key there. Um, maybe that one could be available elsewhere but yeah i always felt that that was uh really fair in the way that you can scan like the locations for that quite early in the game as well so Mm -hmm. uh, metro prime 2 though i could definitely see you know improving that system but uh yeah 10 percent for me so i've got two ideas here these are like one percent and zero percent respectfully but i'm gonna pitch them anyways just because i think they'd be cool so one of the coolest things to me about Samus Returns and about Zero Mission is that, like, obviously they're expanded entirely, but they also have, like, post-game content. So I'm just going to lump my two ideas into one here. What if, what if at the very beginning, we could expand out the the Orpheon a little bit, maybe, maybe add in a little bit longer time so you can play around with your gear, get a little bit more familiar. We could maybe jazz up that Parasite Queen boss fight a little bit, but what if, in keeping with the spirit of the Zero Mission and Samus Returns remakes, where once you thought you beat the game, you actually didn't, and there was actually stuff to do. What if mm. you had a post-game content segment 
that you were playing, get ready for this, as Dark Samus oh. taking form, oh. uh, finally rising up from the from the impact crater. And like you wouldn't have to change the mechanics too, too much. Let's just say that Dark Samus has the Phazon beam or whatever, and that can open any door. doesn't matter. That can open any single door. Let's say that she has like a regular combat visor and like maybe something like a Phazon visor and that can, I don't know, do something cool. But like, what if you were were rising up and going through this planet and you're kind of taking form and as far as I know, they don't necessarily explain how Dark Samus gets off Talon 4. And as far as I know, I, I'm not sure if Dark Samus can float in space or not, but like, let's just pretend that she can't. So what if... The, the post-game content here was Dark Samus going through Talon 4. She she goes and she finds a ship, and that's kind of the goal, is finding a ship to get off the planet. But before you do, you have to face, like, a, a really awesome boss fight. Uh, and maybe it can be, like, something cool, like a Chozo Golem or, like, a Terizo or, like, something cool like that. I think that, like, obviously, you know, obviously this won't happen. But, man, that would be, that would be really cool. And I think, like, logistically... It, like, maybe it wouldn't be that crazy because playing as Dark Samus could be a lot like just playing as regular Samus, but you could, I don't know, you could do, like, that cool extra something after the game, and you could have, like, a bonkers boss battle as well. Like, man, if you were fighting, like, like a flying Terizo or something like that, and, like, you know, they, they did have room in Magmore Caverns for a boss fight, but that got cut, maybe you could put it back in there. That would be awesome. That'd be great. I 100% agree. I mean, I honestly... I do think that Dark Samus can survive in the vacuum of space. So, I mean, they could integrate that into that kind of mission or whatever. I, I think that would be totally cool to play as Dark Samus. Like, that would be so sick. And then, yeah, kind of have it, like, maybe fill that gap while Samus is dealing with Metroid Prime Hunters. Dark Samus is doing her thing leading into Echoes. That would be really cool. I'd totally oh. be down for that. Um, and yeah. And I think that you can, like... Because when, when the Space Pirates are talking about Dark Samus and Metroid Prime 2, they're saying, like, this Dark Hunter is, like, completely, you know, destroying our camps or whatever before they kind of submit to her. Mm -hmm. So, like, you could still fight most of the same enemies on the planet. Like, you could fight the Space Pirates. You could fight... Like, it, it wouldn't have to... As unrealistic as this is, it wouldn't be, like, super crazy where you'd have to create, like, whole new enemies or whole new areas or whatever. I I, I think that this could be sweet. I honestly, I what I think might be more likely and would be really cool is if they had like a prologue mission for Metroid Prime Four as like the post game content, and it kind of brings you into the lead up to the story for Metroid Prime Four. I think that would be really sick, like some kind of prologue yep, mission. Yeah, I'd be right? for that. I, either I don't think you could go wrong on this one, to be really honest. But I, I do think that the reason they're doing this in the first place is you know to have Metroid Prime HD lead into Metroid Prime Four. In terms of, you know, bringing the hype back for Prime and giving people a Prime experience before the full new game comes out. So I, I would not... And, and because from what we've heard, it seems like, you know, rebuilding Metroid Prime 4 or Metroid Prime was kind of, you know, a development challenge and kind of lead in and warm up and practice for actually developing Prime 4 itself. So with that in mind, I think it would be really... Like, it would make a lot of sense for them to kind of put even a little bit of Prime 4 content, a little taster, a little, you know, teaser, if you will into the end of the game that would be something that would work great as you know getting all the achievements or you know what beating the game or 100 percent of the game whatever it is because then you have like a really solid reward for that and that would really entice people to like play the game even more because like oh i gotta get to that 
that Prime 4 prologue, right? Like, what's past this prologue? You got to jump in and get into that Prime 4 prologue. I'd be so down for that. And they could even advertise it eventually once it becomes, like, more known. Like, hey, come try out Metroid Prime HD and try out the first little bit of Metroid Prime 4. I mean, everyone would jump in on that. So I would uh, that would be so sick. Oh, I, I think that'd have to be part of, like, your main marketing campaign. Yeah. Like, come and, come and get this Metroid Prime 4. Um, I, I think that would be cool. Like, I, this would also be a good opportunity, maybe along those same kind of lines, if, like, you're going to do that. Because I'm pretty convinced that, like, if Silex is going to be a major part of Metroid Prime 4, which we all think he is, I'm pretty convinced that he's going to be a playable character. I, I think we're going to be playing as Silex. So I think that it would be, like, really badass if, like, these missions that, like, the prologue to Metro Prime 4, maybe you could play as Silex, because, yeah. like, you could you could build him up, let people know who he is. Like, you know, it, I think that Silex definitely needs a reintroduction to the main Metroid, you know, fandom as a whole. So build this guy up, let him know, let us know what he's about, who he is. Maybe that's kind of your, your segue into Metroid Prime 4. That would be sweet, too. Or maybe, like indirectly he's maybe a reason how dark samus got off the planet or something i don't know they could be like something like that i i think would be really exciting if you were playing as like silex dark samus something like that like something a little bit different a little bit mm-hmm. unusual because like i remember at the end of samus returns when you were um when you had the baby metroid i was like this is so smart and like it's so different and it retroactively to me made super metroid even better because it was just like i i feel this connection now so like I think that you could really enhance Dark Samus uh, retroactively, or really enhance Silex going forward if you wanted to do this. So yeah, I'd be I'd be so about that. A, oh. a Silex prologue that would be that would be like such a great way to reintroduce the character. I don't think we're gonna play as Silex in Metroid Prime Four, but to have like a prologue to play as him, that I think would be really sick and a cool way to flesh out his character. You don't? I no, I, I don't am think like. We will. I'm a hundred percent. I'm I'm convinced we're gonna play a Silex. I, I think Sam. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I think Samus is fighting and killing Silex in this game, <laughs> like straight up. I think it's gonna go down like that. But who knows? I could be wrong. I'm not against it. Maybe they will join up. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so that is everything that I penciled in for a Metroid Prime HD remake. Things that I thought were likely. You know, something on my wish list. Stuff that won't happen, but would be cool. Uh, did I miss anything? Anything that you want to go over? Uh, I had a couple things that I'll quickly go through since you did cover a bunch of stuff, if not everything, on my list. Uh, so one thing, and this kind of goes into what we talked about. Both of these are pretty uh, tied ideas here, so I'll just kind of go one, two with them. But, um, you know, we talked about, you know, switching between old graphics and new graphics and, you know, the HD part and, re, you know, revamping how it looks. I hope we get new cinematics too even um not just like revamping the cinematics we have in the game but even like reshooting them potentially or adding some you know additional shots something like that one of my favorite things about we'll go back to halo here is with uh the halo 2 anniversary edition because that has like those those fantastic those beautiful movie quality uh blur studio uh visuals those blur studio uh, cinematics they I mean, some of the best cutscenes in a video game, period. They're beautiful. And they're shot differently. Not only do they look different, but they're shot differently in the original cutscenes. Um, that is one of the reasons that I actually would switch back between the old and new graphics. I would play, 
like Halo 2 and the old graphics, but then when a cutscene would start, I switch back over to the new graphics. It's like just the detail and the emotion and the, and the action, deliberate action you can get, you know, 20 years later with actual, you know, animation as far as it's come. I would love to see like some of those cutscenes, those old cutscenes redone, reshot, you know, still still staying true to the original cutscenes and maybe like, you know, some being one to one, but I would love to see what they could do, like really getting cinematic with it. I'm not saying like add like ten cutscenes more, you know, and add all this cutscene time, but maybe just revamping mm-hmm. the old ones. Maybe a couple new ones. But like I would mostly be concerned with you know, redoing the old cutscenes, the old cinematics, and completely like rebuilding them new looks new shots uh new lighting all that kind of stuff like to kind of see like what the game would really look like if it was made nowadays right like that it's one thing to have the gameplay and and, and the stuff in game and in gameplay change but to like the cutscenes which to be fair in prime they are you know in game cutscenes right like they're not like pre-rendered as far as i know so right yeah so i wouldn't be against maybe like pre-rendering some of the cutscenes and whatnot and, and kind of doing that. I, I, I think that'd be really sick. And that adds to like to my like enjoyment of the games. But that's just me. And and to uh, to build on that before I let you comment, if you have any comments on it, I would love a photo mode uh, for this game. Not like, you know, I'm not talking about like Pokemon Snap, but like to be able to go into the game, maybe with like no UI, maybe enemies not attacking you and just be able to just like walk around and like enjoy the game that way. Like, take some pictures, look at the views. I I think any kind of FPS game should have that, especially ones that have really, you know, beautiful scenery. I, I would love it if Destiny had that. I, I personally just turn off my UI and make do, and it's really cool. But, like, I would love a photo mode. I just go in, enjoy the visuals of the game. Again, another way to accessibly enjoy the game without having to be a really solid game or anything. But those two things hand in hand, I think, would be really cool. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, I'll stick to my gimmick here. I'll, I'll give your the cinematics a percentage. Mm-hmm. I think that has like a, a decent chance of happening. I'd put that at like a 50%. I think that could be like really, really cool. And, and again, you want to put your best foot forward with this remake. Like if you're just doing the first game and we probably know that we're not going to get this kind of bizarre, you know, bonus mission stuff that we're talking about here. Like you should really, you know, you should really put your best foot forward and do stuff like this to, to really shine up this package and make it as attractive as possible. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that would be, uh, would be a great actually addition to this for, for the photo mode. I agree, but maybe I'll take a different route where I could say like, cause I can just take pictures on my switch. So what I would want to do is have like, um, the UI, you know, be able to be toned down a little bit. Like you were just saying, like, you know, when you play breath of the wild and like, you can either have like all your hearts, the mini map and all that, all that junk on your screen, or you can just shut it off and just like have like just your hearts and like nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I do when I play that game. So I can just take in the environment and I would like to do kind of the same thing for Metroid prime. Maybe like, maybe it could be like, if you're, if you're not moving um, your, your combat visor, all your UI kind of fades away. And when you start moving again, it could reappear. I think that could be really cool. Yeah, no, I, that's that's a great UI option. You can have it like a, that. That Destiny has that as well, where you could have the full UI. You can have like a semi UI that has some elements, some others. One that kind of fades away over time, and then none at all. Stuff like that, I 100% go is right up Metroid Prime's alley because it already is like a casual FPS. You take your time with it. It's not like heavy action packed all the time. So this is like hand in hand with that kind of gameplay, this kind of mode. Yeah, I would uh, I would love to see that happen. 
I don't know. I I feel like uh, I'm not I'm not actually as optimistic that that feature would be included. Um, I'm not but either. I, but I, I hope would, that it would. would be welcomed for sure. Yeah, it definitely would be welcomed. Um, all right. Is there is there anything else I would need to to go over before we get on out of here? Uh, my only other thing is I hope it comes out in the next calendar year. Like you said, <laughs> I hope it comes out soon. Yes. I hope it comes out sooner than soon. I hope it comes out next couple quarters. Maybe I I, I want to play it. If it's happening, I want to play it. What do you think the chances are we see any kind of Metroid announcement at the Game Awards? I feel like if we're going to see a Metroid announcement, it's probably this. Yeah. So what do you think the chances are? Give us give us a percentage, your percentage. We've been talking about percentages this whole show. What do you think? I'm going to... Uh, Metroid Prime HD at the Game Awards. Metroid Prime HD at the Game Awards. You know what? I'm going to commit. I think we're seeing it. I'm going to give it a nice 85. We're going to see it. Wow. We're going to see it. It's it's it, I'm feel I feel it on my bones. We're going to see it. Okay. I'm going to put it at a 15. Oh, okay. And I'm going to I'm going to preface that with like I think that if Metroid Prime HD is coming out in 2022, we've got so many games coming out in 2022 that it's probably coming out in September or October. So I I think that they could get away with announcing it at E3 and having that kind of like what they did with with Dread having that short crisp uh, you know, focused release cycle. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that they could announce it at E3. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't be so surprised we'll there either. All right. Well, we want you guys to uh, to let us know what you want to see in a hypothetical Metroid Prime HD. If you like some of the features that we suggested, if you don't, let us know over on Discord. That's the best place to uh, to get in touch with us. We are always chatting Metroid and other stuff over there. So come and join the community. It's lots of fun. Um, until then, we are going to get out of here, but we want to encourage you guys to head on over to Twitter. Check us out at Omega Metroid Pod, at Spateri316, at DaxCity underscore. And uh, of course, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. You know the drill, like and subscribe. That is going to do it for us, everybody. Until next week, take care. Thank <laughs> you.